What up? Welcome to a podcast of Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 348. In this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. Talk about the Patreon, merch shop, Ice Storm, camping, snow day, Ukraine, wrestling, prison, cyberpunk 2077, some weed talk, and a bunch of other shit. Thanks for checking us out. Podcast with Mo. Uh, what up? First thing I gotta get to is our Patreon, patreon.com slash podcast with Mo. Go there and give us money. Any amount of money, I think it's a dollar minimal. Uh, you can get early access to the podcast. That's pretty cool. I mean, shit, that's definitely worth it. If you give enough, you can get shout out on this podcast, which I don't know if that's worth it, but I appreciate everyone that does it. That would be like uh, my mother, Graveyard Entertainment, uh, it's your boy h2.com, and Forgotten One. So appreciate all of them for keeping us going for now. Um, all right. So we're calling Snappy. He needed a call in this week. I'm not... I'm guessing the roads are icy where he's at. We'll ask him, um, but let's uh, give him a call. Oh, also real quick. We have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash your podcast. Mo, if you want a t-shirt or some shit, uh, think about it. Oklahoma weather's like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, I was guessing that it was your your neighborhood's probably still icy. Man, I'm like, I left work at 7 a.m. this morning. And when I drove home, it was the slickest the roads have been yet. Oh, man. I just went back outside. Right. Yeah. Well, the black eye shit and all that. Uh, our roads are pretty bad up until today. Like, for some, like in the last few hours of daylight, enough people started getting out. But I also live next to Brahms. So everyone wants to come to Brahms. You know, and all that traffic, it really got slushy and cleared out. Right. But from like probably this point on till the rest of the morning, that's going to refreeze. Right. For sure. So, and then it'll be shitty in the morning, I bet. Yeah, for sure. So, uh, yeah, so people don't know, uh, we had an ice storm hit, a pretty good one, you know. February is always the worst month for the weather for us, it seems. And, uh, yeah, just really laid it on thick of just straight ice for like hours and then snow on. I walked outside and it was like raining snow cones. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was like, sta- it was just like standing under a snow cone machine, just getting shit. Shaved ice poured on you. Yeah, we have a a tin roof on like a deck right outside of our bedroom, and it was so loud, you know, with it just falling. Like the dog was freaking out. Um, loudest ever been. So yeah, it was a cra- different weather for sure. Yeah. Uh, so I stayed open at both my jobs. Yeah, I was wondering, did you have to work during all that? I had the option, but I was like, I'll never not try to go to work. Right. And so I got out and I went about five, ten miles an hour. I had no issues. I mean, yeah, if you go over that, you can still yourself start sliding. So if you just slow down and pay attention, you know, don't you do it. Yeah, yesterday I hit up Skinny and was like, hey, I know you're probably out driving in this. So if you want to take me somewhere, uh, swing by here and pick me up. And he did. But yeah, he, uh, he acted like he had been out since, I mean, every time, even when it was bad, just slipping and sliding all over the place for having fun purposes. Oh, looks like you got muted. I don't know if you did it on purpose for a reason or on accident. No, I thought my, <laughs> man, 
I thought my thumb hit something, and then I moved my thumb. All right, fat finger signal. Gotcha. I was like, maybe someone came in yelling at you or something. You had a reason to mute, but it was a long time. <laughs> well, like, I don't know how all these buttons at the bottom work. And, yeah. I knew I hit something, but I wasn't sure which one I'd hit just yet. All right. So you missed last week because you were going camping. So how did all that go? Man, it was a good camp out. It was colder and shit, but. I took them uh, fucking Carhartt coveralls I got, and I stayed warm as fucking. I stayed warm during the day. It was at night because you know I'm a firm believer you have to change at a campout and like get into new clothes in the morning, and it gives your body something to look forward to, and actually starts the warm up process rather than sleeping in the clothes. So it was kind of cold at night, but I mean, just you bringing up that little sidetrack. There are always those people, and I knew them all throughout college and in high school and everything, that they would stay the night or whatever, and they would. They would just wear their street clothes, you know, and they would be like, I just sleep in jeans or I just sleep in these shorts. And I've always been a, no, no, I'm putting on athletic shorts. Let me change a shirt uh, to go to bed. Yeah. I yeah. Def- I'm definitely, a, we got to put on some shit to go to bed. Right. Well, it's, I think it's a whole thing. I hadn't really looked it up, but it's like better for your body on the warming up process to actually change clothes because you're at, you're, you're already leveled out if you sleep in them. Right. I've always been told, uh, not always, but maybe since I was like a teenager, my grandfather remember telling me they're like, you need to take off your jacket as soon as you get into a house. Cause if not, then whenever you leave the house with that jacket on, yeah, your body's adjusted to where now that jacket's not doing shit for you. You know, so take the right. jacket off when you get inside so that when you put it on, when you leave, it, it like actually is doing something. I don't know how accurate Hell this yeah. is. Maybe that's just old country. I don't know. I, I believe it, though, because I've done both, and I think my body gets warmer after changing that. Now, changing that five minutes of changing in the cold sucks ass, you know, because it takes a minute because you got to kind of manipulate on how to change in these fucking tents and shit. Right. Trying to get out of some coveralls in a fucking tent was damn near impossible for me. I probably look like a, a special person in a straight jacket trying to get out of that damn thing. I had to get up on my knees and fucking wiggle out. Well, hell yeah. Uh, so everyone had fun camping, though? Like, they get badges and shit? Is that what the whole goal was? Um, I think a couple of, yeah, uh, Mika, he's only got a couple more nights. I think it's like 19 camp nights total before you get your camp out badge. And we're closing in on 16, 17, I think. Hell yeah. So, I mean, that'll be another badge he knocks out. And then they'll get cooking badges. And I mean, the ones that don't have them. Right. And when we went to a Top Shot camp where they got to do muzzle loader, uh, 22 long rifles, a couple of the older boys got to do uh, a couple of the 22 handguns. Uh, they got to do archery, uh, throwing knives, hatchets, uh, or axes. And then we did some paintball out of some slingshots where they did. And I made some dough at home, and I let it proof while we was up at the top, you know, doing all those uh, shooting deals. And they was learning gun safety, and they was learning how to load and unload and what was what on the guns. That way, you know, they're not ignorant. Right, and we got big down, and I let them all roll their own pizza because I pre-made dough balls at the house, and then I froze them, and then I let them set out. But the temperature was great; they was the perfect proofing place. I let them like set out in an open ice chest all day in a Yeti, 
And yeah, they didn't overproof or nothing. It was like perfect. They rolled them out and just put them on some parts of paper. They've made their own pizza, threw it in a little Dutch oven. Take about 20 minutes of pizza. They were delicious. Uh, what is a Dutch oven? A Dutch oven is like a cast iron pot. It's, but then it has a lid on it and it has a little lip on it so you can set your uh, coals. What you'll do is you'll get some of those uh, cooking coals like you'd cook out with. And you get those nice and hot charcoal. There we go. Right. God damn it. Yeah, actually, I saw the picture you shared, and I, I actually saw that, and I was like, I guess it has to be a Dutch oven, but I don't really know of Dutch ovens from, like, you fart underneath the covers, and then you cover someone's right. head. That's really the only thing I know it from. <laughs> yeah, see, evidently, I missed that step when I was younger, too, but this guy's, like, I adamant about cooking with Dutch ovens. And so you put so many coals on the bottom, and then you put so many on the top of it, and then you can control your top and bottom heat that way. Which, you know, uh, next time we need to back off on the bottom heat and put a little more on the top. But they, uh, yeah, you just put it in there and it just cooks away. But I use parchment paper, so there wasn't even no cleanup. Well, hell yeah. Yeah, but we cooked desserts like uh, apple. We cooked fudge in it afterwards and had fudge for dessert. It's just a simple way of cooking at the campfire, you know? Right. Yeah, I have to look into it. Um we had to get a new crock pot because our crock pot went out right before this ice storm came. So I was like, fuck it. I got to go get a crock pot for this. So, uh, it's been fun fucking around with a new crock pot. You don't realize how shitty your old one was until it goes out and you get a new one, you know? Well, do you have an Instapot? No, everyone tells me about them and I'm not saying they're not good. Don't get me wrong, but everyone fucking hopped up a goddamn air fryer and air fryer is the best thing ever. And I go out and get this fucking badass air fryer and it fucking sucks. And everyone done the same thing. These Instapots. So I just, I mean, I'll have to see it in action, you know, in person, I guess before I'm sold. Yeah. Well, uh, they brought one down for Christmas. One of my sister-in-law's did me. Whatever dish they had, they seriously knocked that bitch out in like 10 minutes. You know, it was like fucking, it was stupid. Right. Well, I told my dad about how you use broth, about how to use broth in all these different recipes. And then he got an Instapot and he said he just now throws in some beef broth with a roast and it's done in an hour. And that's like his big story. And I'm yeah. like, eh, that sounds pretty dope. I mean, I won't lie. Yeah, that's about, about an hour, hour and a half. But like, Getting the timing down right when it was the uh, deal, my wife says, I haven't messed with it because uh, we came in a little money and she wanted one. So I got her one for her birthday or let her get herself one, whichever. Yeah, it's get her vacuum wise. cleaner you know next. <laughs> well, she buys it, says it's for me. That's fine. Right. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Not but, sure. anyways, and, uh, she likes she likes it. She was she was cooking she cooked the whole fucking roast in like fucking hour and fifteen minutes or some bullshit. Yeah, and I mean everyone swears by them. They act like they're the best. But I just know everyone but, loved air fryers and I got one of those and I was like, not for me. Give me that fucking grease. Now, we 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 tried it out on a pot of beans and we both decided that we would rather have crock pot uh pinto beans. That's actually what I had today. I mean, we would rather have those in a crock pot 100% because in the Instant Pot, they were almost, you just almost a little tough. So we put them back in it, but they just had a little snap to them. And I, I don't know, I didn't appreciate it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I, didn't, I didn't want a crisp bean, man. Yeah, the soaking is almost as much of it as the heat, you know, for the beans. So. Right. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, 
yeah, I've been, I cooked a roast that was good the other day, and then I cooked potato soup, which I think, I think you talk about it probably way too much, but I just never made potato soup in my life. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. And then about a year, two years ago, I started making it, and now I make it all the time. And it's so easy and so delicious. And I just can't understand how I didn't uh, make potato soup forever. Well, uh, my mother-in-law, when me and Melissa first got together years ago, uh, made potato soup, and it was like one of their family favorites. It's it's pretty good, but then she's like, she makes that soup at Tostana now. That stuff's delicious. Right, and I don't it's know like that Italian soup. if what I'm making is like normal potato soup, because mine has like chicken broth and cream of chicken in it. And I don't know, it's it's delicious, but it's also like bacon. I make a lot of bacon, so that's a big part of it. <laughs> so that might be why I love it, because I like I love bacon. But well, see, I remember growing up like people using cream of chicken and cream of mushroom. I guess my wife just don't use any of that. Yeah, I I do for certain meals. Uh, I mean, definitely. Now I don't in chicken and dumplings, but I know our family typically does, or they did. Um, you know, but I don't think it's necessarily needed. Uh, but I do like my, my wife. I'll do like a cream of mushroom over some pork chops, throw them in the oven. You know, that's pretty delicious. I mean, I have ideas like that, but you know, it's not, I know it's never in my cabinet, so I just don't even, you know, go for it. You know what I mean? Because right. she does the stuff. I've had a, I just roll with it. I've had a cream of celery and a cream of something else in mine forever. I need to just throw them away. I'm never going to use them. I don't know how they came, you know, into my possession, but I just throw, throw them in one of them food pantry boxes. <laughs> Yeah, someone will come get it. Uh, so, yeah, the ice days, The really the whole thing was distance learning. <laughs> Man, I knew that was coming. Um, distance learning for these schools, and I really kind of thought that was fucked up because those were snow days. You know, like, you looked outside, those schools should have been canceled. I don't know. It's a weird world because they have all of a computer now. I was taking a hit, sorry. Um, um, I believe that we would have went to school back in the day. I don't believe that we would have been canceled where I went to school. I just real I I believe that from the bottom of my heart. I've seen way worse outside and I'm still going to school. I so, would say yeah, it's true. If because my my county was about like this county as far as handling the road conditions, and this county doesn't do anything, man, compared to other ones. So like the roads really weren't. I would say the first day that it was canceled, it started in the middle of the day. So whenever it started you know maybe they could have been all right but uh they would have had a call school at some time because the buses couldn't have left you know roads weren't good the second day iffy but like i said if they had any sort of like equipment out there taking care of roads it would be a different story and honestly i normally give everyone in oklahoma a pass but i saw people bitching about it right on our little rants and raves page which i love so much and then i went to the comments and everyone was quickly like well if you don't like it go to these other counties or get out there and do it yourself. Our guys are working their hardest, but it's like, guys, we pay tax money for the city to do this. Like this is a legitimate thing to bitch about. Yeah. You know, we've been paying this proposition one tax since 2001 and they've just started working on the roads and shit. Like they've went years and years without any big projects. So I do, I do think a, a big part of it is just, you know, (laughs) <laughs> they don't do anything around here, you know? Um, I did find it funny that, that they were saying that they was working 24-7, and my overnight job, I got a clear view of the street. They ain't working 24-7. They come out about 5 a.m. And, and sweep the street, but I didn't see no sand trucks. 
I didn't see shit going by the last uh, four nights. Right. So I just saying it's a legitimate crap we should have. And when people went online and complained about it, other people were like, well, go do it yourself. And I'm like, that's not how this works. We all pay taxes. Y'all don't know how what taxes are for? It's like for this shit. At least that's in my opinion. I, I've never seen, like, since COVID started, I know this is about ice and stuff. They're like, people will shut down their businesses in a heartbeat these days. Like, there used to be, like, ridiculous things that we had to do at the restaurant. They would make a set up there with no electricity for hours and hours and hours until it came back on, you know, us in fear of we'd get fired if we left. Right. I mean, that was the type of shit I grew up working in, and now they will shut down. Oh, we're two employees short? Oh, no, nah, man, cancel. We ain't stressing. I mean, it's like no stress work now. Even my last job that I had at a call center, it would be like really ice storming and snowing and shit. And I'm like, y'all aren't shutting down, you know, because we would ask and they'd be like, no, it's fine. And then when you'd go to leave, you're like, oh, shit, it's going to take me three hours to get home because the fucking roads are all. Yeah. So, I mean, you are right. I prefer this world where everyone shuts down, you know, and I honestly understand it from the school's perspective of if they're going to shut down. Because it's a bus issue, first off, you know, and our bus drivers, are, they drive crazy. Uh, but that that's their whole thing is can they go pick up a kid at six in the morning? That's what they're basing it on. Not anything else except can they pick up kids at six in the morning? Um, so I, I get it, I guess, in a way. But to me, it was just like when they were like, oh, yeah, but it's not canceled. They, the kids have to be on the computers. I was like, oh, shit. OK, I just thought they'd call it. Any of our listeners could probably join Ada Rants and Rays if they wanted to. It's called Ada Area Rants and Rays. Yes. They might let you in. It's pretty enjoyable. <laughs> There's people all the time. I'm not from around there, but it's a good entertaining page. Um, so the biggest news in the world at the moment is the Russia-Ukraine shit. It finally happened. You know, we've been talking it's about going that. going down. Talking about that for a while. And... You know, I feel weird even saying what I'm about to say, but I'm going to. I kind of understand both sides in a way. You know, I think, of course, everyone you're you got to be somewhere on Ukraine's side because their country is being invaded, you know, so like you can't ever. I think you have to feel for them, you know, like if I was sitting here just wanting to make music or podcasts or whatever and my fucking their bombs going off, that'd be horrible, you know. So I think for anyone to act like, oh, they're just trying to ignore it. I think that's kind of fucked you know and in some sort of way i don't think america understands about living in the middle of wars like these people live in fuck no ain't no one coming first off that's why we have to keep the second amendment and people need to keep their guns is because that's the whole reason why other countries are scared to come start some shit with us you know in the middle of the country like at least to our knowledge that's why people haven't invaded that that's quotes have been said well Uh, it's i think it's known that the american people have more guns than the government actually May not be more powerful, but they have more in number. Right. So, uh, and that's just in the southern half. <laughs> right. And I'll first say, like, I was kind of not completely on Russia's side. And I know it, you say Russia, I'm really saying Putin because a lot of people are claiming that Putin's, Putin's doing this all on his own, right? Like, he hasn't really had the backing of uh, all of his advisors and all these other people, uh, but he's just kind of calling the shots. But I kind of understood it because, um, you know, NATO, which is the North Atlantic Trade Organization, were trying to get the Ukraine to join NATO, and Russia felt some type of way about that. And then I looked into it a little bit, and about a, two years ago or something, NATO convinced the Ukraine to not let Russia use one of their seaports. Now, Russia, out of all their seaports, only one doesn't freeze over in the winter, 
And so they really rely on this one in the Ukraine, but the Ukraine won't let them use it. And it's because of NATO. So I do think Russia sees it as NATO is trying to come in and they're trying to take the Ukraine. And then they're going to they wanted to put missiles in the Ukraine and R- Russia didn't want missiles to be that close to them. I, I mean, the U.S. would do the same thing, you know, like if someone yeah. came into Canada and they want to do some shit in Canada, we'd be like, fuck, no, you're not. You know, so like. I do think there is more to it than just like Russia evil. I do think there's like some reasoning behind it. And I think they feel like this is their only play, um, you know, or this is a, a good play at the moment. But when you like really look at it, you got to feel horrible for the people that are actually in the wars. And then like all these leaders are saying all this shit, but ain't none of these old fucks going to fight in wars. It's going to be 20, 30 year old, you know, teenagers in some countries. I've seen the Klitschko's put on the, I've seen the Klitschko's put on a uniform. Oh yeah, the old uh, boxing champions of Vladimir and the other one. Uh, they're uh, taking up with the Ukraine, right? Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy thing. I mean, there's protests in Russia right now, you know, of anti-war. But P- Putin's been president for like 23 years. You know, like he has a lot of power. Uh, he runs it kind of like a dictatorship. And then there's another kind of part, and I don't know how accurate this is, where people are saying that. Uh, he wants to establish, you know, basically the Soviet Union again, you know, just put that all underneath Russian's name. Um, and I just try to imagine, like, let's say like in the 80s, like if Russia would have won and then the United States disbanded and then like later someone was wanting to put back the United States, there would be plenty of people that would be like cheering USA. Let's do it, you know. And so, right. like, I'm sure there are people in the old Soviet Union who think like, yeah, let's join back up again because we were better as one giant country. You know, I'm, I'm sure some think that. And I do think it's odd that other people are like not wanting that to happen, like the other European countries. But then again, I'm sure there's like legitimate shit and I just don't, I'm unaware of it, you know? Yeah, I'm sure. But uh, the, the picture being painted is uh, he's kind of doing it Hitlerist. Just nobody knows what he's thinking or what he's doing. He's just doing. Yeah, I don't know. And, I guess it's also just because it's hard to trust the media. You know, for like four years, we've been told uh, Trump and Putin are best friends. You know, they're the best friends in the world. And then as soon as Biden's in power, people are like, finally, a president that won't take us into war. And then that's what he does. And we're not in war yet. You know, we're just putting sanctions. But Putin's at fucking war with Ukraine and shit. And so you would think after years of them being like Putin and Trump together and like, I don't know, it kind of just seems like it's all hyped up in a certain way. If somebody was going to start a uh, war right now with the U.S., it would be after they pulled out and left millions upon millions of dollars of equipment. It looks like it was made to look like a bit smooth. I would start it now, too. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I don't I've heard some people say that the U.S. military is not as powerful as they perceive, but I still think they spend so much money, have so many ammo and firepower that mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's gonna be a tough battle for whoever. But yeah, for sure. I'm the Russians are probably better trained, more desperate in a certain way, just like the Chinese probably are as well. You know, so I think it'll be the social media war war. The social media's fault. Maybe yeah. I don't. I just don't know exactly Russia's uh, reasoning. You know, I do. I know they said that they thought there are like people in the Ukraine who want to be Russian who were being attacked and so they were going in to protect them but obviously their actions have shown it's way more than that uh so i don't know we'll get more information as it goes on but it's also just hard to know like which narrative to trust because they've been like trying to convince us this uh 
of reasons to be behind this for months now, you know? Right. So. I think everybody's at the point right now, like nobody knows what to believe. Right. I just think there's so such little trust because everything's like, everything's an emergency all the time that whenever there is something, maybe this is a huge deal, but like it's covered like everything else. So you're like, is it that big? I, like, I don't know. You know, maybe this is me being stupid, but like to me, when you watch the news, they have like a big deal about that. And the next thing's like, all right, here's our newest thing on masks. We now say you can take off masks. And then they do like a long segment on that. And I'm like, Hey, people's houses are getting blown up. You know, I don't know. Fucking news, man. So is there any, what else is going on in the world? I saw one story of this college wrestler who didn't have any legs that won, you know, some fucking tournament or nationals, something or another. And everyone that, you know, they're praising it. And I'm not saying it's not impressive, but I do think you got to look at some physics of it. You know, this guy's in the lightest weight class there is because he doesn't have any legs. But his bo- his upper body's like that of a 240-pound man, like ripped man, you know? But he's like in the 105-pound weight class because he don't have legs. And then, like, of course he's taking down these fucking little 100-pound fucking skinny fucks whenever he's fucking yoked. And everyone's I like, I mean, Look. yes, he did. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he had to work his ass off to get to that point, but. There's got to be an advantage. That'd be a hard motherfucker to pin, right? Think about it. I mean, right? You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't hold them down with legs and twist them or nothing. I mean, you're at a disadvantage too, man. You're right. At or the regular, you had to do a lot of work to get to that point. But once you're there, I do think you're like kind of got it made. And maybe that's again me being dumb, but these uh, they just don't. I don't think y'all understand how much legs weigh, you know? And then just whenever you looked at him versus his opponent, I'm like, well, of course he's going to win. And that's even without him having legs. I was like, because wrestling's always also so low to the ground. That's like a whole part of it. So, well, yeah, I was speaking of wrestling. My niece, uh, my uh, 17 year old niece just won her first match at the state tournament about 30 minutes ago. Hell yeah. How many do you have to win to win state? Uh, I don't know. Probably depends on how many's in the bracket and top deal and how many losses they get. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not. I've never been to a wrestling match, so I don't know. I've been to some of her tournaments over the years, and uh, to, you know, she's went to nationals, and she was the first woman Oklahoma State wrestling champion Hell yeah. uh, a few years back. So I think she plays fifth at regional, so she lost the match and fought her way back. I'm not sure how the brackets are doing. My brother's all into it. He can tell you because he's been to so many of these. Right. You know, kind of like when you got kids in sports, all of a sudden you start, you learn how to score and everything about that sport. It gets, it gets ridiculous. Like softball, there was these weird rules that no random person would know. But when your kid starts playing, you start picking up on this shit. <laughs> yeah. Powell was a big wrestler. And I asked him about wrestling girls because I think that happened to him a couple of times. And I always thought that'd be very odd. Uh, you know, you being like a junior high to high school age boy, you know, in such close contact. Now, I'm not saying that girls care, you know, they're trying to beat your ass or whatever, but, you know, boys are awkward and shit. So I just thought I mean, it is awkward. Let's think about it. I mean, some of the, not all, uh, you know, girls are all butts looking. I mean, there's some pretty attractive, you know, wrestlers, and these are teenage boys that think with their loins. Right. And then, come on. I mean, it's going to be a little awkward. I don't give a fuck who you are. Well, Powell always talks about, and I used to give him shit about this when he'd tell me, of like guys always try to put their fingers up people's butts in wrestling. You know, it's like a whole thing to try to 
get them to flinch or whatever. And I'm like, fucking weird ass fucking wrestlers. And then like, he's like, you would never do that to a girl. And I'm like, well, that's the advantage of the girl. Like, you know, I don't No, If someone did that to me while I was wrestling, I would straight turn around and start fucking punching them <laughs> UFC style. not caring if I got disqualified uh, as I'm fucking exit only. That's some fucking bullshit. I would have started beating her hillbilly ass right there on the spot. Yeah, see, I, I never wrestled, but that I've always heard the horror stories, you know. Wrestlers Bust are kind of, you know, I don't know. I, when I think of wrestling, I think like of the, ladies' man and Will Ferrell. I, I mean, that's like when we was doing some inspections at the uh, prison, uh, the Irish mob decided that they had all shove uh uh, C-sized batteries up their ass so they could uh, deter the inspection. Everyone have to wait for them to shit them out. I was like, well, fuck. Why wouldn't you just use a double A if you just going to do that? You know, why would you put the big honker up there? It just made no damn sense. Right. Yeah. I mean, well, what was the benefit to them stop to slowing up the process? Uh, well, if you had something going off on another pod with a cell phone that, you know, you is probably obviously looking for. I got you. Yeah. They could call their people on another pod while they have the, because, you know, they're going to hold up the staff and then, so they're going to hold up 20 officers, you know, doing these cell watches, trying to, hoping they're going to find something stupid and they poop out these batteries while the real shit's going down somewhere else. It's all a diversion. That sounds fun. Uh, Last I talked to LV, who's in jail, you know, forever, uh, he was hoping, he was going to get money. Apparently they didn't give any prisoners their, um, God damn it. What are they? You know, they mail those all out the fucking money for COVID. I can't remember what the fuck we called those at the moment, but, uh, yeah, whatever those fucking checks were called. COVID relief checks. Yeah. It was relief checks. Well, they didn't give those to felons like our homie LV. And, uh, so they're trying to fight that, but they all think they're going to get that money at some point in time. And he's trying to give me part of the money to help him record music over a cell phone. And I'm like, don't you don't have to give me money, bro. It's whatever. But uh, he also thinks he can get a tablet with this money. Oh, man, I don't know anything about tablets. That wasn't the thing when I was there. Right. Well, he used to well, want I'm a sure TV. he can get an underground tablet. <laughs> right. Well, he used to want uh, a TV forever. You know, and it was really expensive. But then he said in his last letter that he thinks he can save. He can have the money to get this tablet and then he can get access to these different websites to, to you know view shit. And I'm like, whoa, fuck. Prison's getting different. Don't get fucking tablets and computers and shit. Uh, yeah. Because you know the guy's guy has some computer wizards in prison. They can fucking hack anything. Right. Uh, it's a it's a it's a weird world. Speaking of hacking, I did get a new video game uh, today, actually. So I'll let you know about it. It's very good. If you ever get a new video game console someday, I think you should try it out. Um. It came out a year ago, but it did not come out to very good praises. And so I did, I skipped it. It's called Cyberpunk 2077. Now, the company that makes this makes another game called Witcher that people love. And I, I'm not a huge fan. I tried it and I didn't love it. So I also was kind of like, I don't know. I don't care about this game. Uh, but it's set in the, the year 2077 where everyone has fucking robot parts and shit, you know, and it's all fucking crazy world and crazy colorful hair and shit. And, uh, I don't know. It just gave me vibes instantly of like Grand Theft Auto five, you know, where it just feels like, holy shit, this game's huge. You know, like you just kept driving. You're like, how big is this fucking thing? Um, And so I always like, you know, that feeling of immersion in a game. Um, And 
Also, something fun they did is they gave you the first five hour, a five hour demo for free. And so I was playing that. And then about four hours in, I was like, well, who am I kidding? I'm going to keep playing this. So I'll go ahead and buy it. Um, but it's Hell very, yeah. very good. You know, it's first person shooter, which, you know, shooters aren't typically my thing, but this has like a lot of style and fun shit going on. And like I said, it's, it's a little Grand Theft Auto, a little Fallout, um, a little Call of Duty. It's kind of like a mixture of everything, but so far it's really good, but I'm only about seven hours into the game. Hell yeah. What's it called? Uh, Cyberpunk 2077. So it's like uh, in the future. It's like futuristic Grand Theft Auto. It's really the easiest way to explain it, but it's also like so fucking kind of weird, you know, that it's different. <laughs> from Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, so I learned how to use the little uh, pre-roll buck table machine this week to, at the uh, second dispensary. Oh, hell yeah. And by God, my, I don't know how they smoke yet because, you know, I work overnight and haven't been told if I can, you know, QC a joint. You know, I work at, at the grill. They can QC them right there, basically. But at the dispensary, you're not allowed to smoke on the dispensary. You see what I mean? Right. So I just roll up. I hadn't got to smoking yet, but by God, they fucking look good. Well, hell yeah. So I need them to test them out, sis, because, you know, hopefully they look good. They smoke good is what I'm hoping for. Right. Yeah, that's always the so issue with I, rolls. I just hate those fucking cone-shaped ass shit. Cherries falling off, but I understand maybe it's just Yeah, me. I do too, but <laughs> some reason, it's a market, man. It's, it's like a whole thing. Like, at both... At both jobs, I pretty much sell nothing but pre-rolls. Right. Well, I think about it. I mean, it's the same reason that cigarettes are more popular than people buying their own tobacco and rolling their own cigarettes. I mean, no one does that. And hardly anyone, you know, smokes tobacco out of a pipe. So it's it's the same premise. I think it's just a lot easier for people to hold on the pre-rolls, whereas in, like, me and you both have, like, a dedicated area for where all of our weed shit's at. You know, some people probably don't have that. Yeah. At least that's my guess. This is true. We're like, uh, you know, I need a little bit bigger table so I can, you know, keep my area a little cleaner, though. Right. Well, it's like when you talk about dabs to somebody and it's like a whole different world. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not you're not a dab person. You just buy pre-rolls. You know, like those are two separate people. I mean, my customers at this point know when I turn around and look at that five dollar shelf, they know I probably haven't smoked most of it at this point. I was like, y'all know I'm all about dabs right now, and I only get weed if it just really fucking screams at me. Right. I look at it and just says, all right, I have to have you, like, hopefully in the next couple of days we're going to put this donkey butter back on the shelf at the at the other dispensary. Man, it's a, it's a really good strain, dude. Yeah, It's like be. 29 with 3% on the turps. It's, uh, man, it's, it's delicious. Yeah, I need to get some. Uh, hopefully, eventually, I'll get paid. You know, I've been waiting on payday to hit, roll around. Uh, and then I have to restock up. Because that's another thing. When you fucking got iced in, really uh, takes more of your supply. Right. When you're just chilling at home, not doing shit. Yeah, well, I made sure I went and worked all my hours. I'm pretty sure the other shift, uh, at least at one of the jobs, left early every single day. They stayed. Oh, there ain't no traffic. I'm like, there ain't never no traffic between five and fucking seven. Get the fuck out of here. Right. You know what I mean? So whatever. But, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't work. If I'm on the schedule, I'm going to attempt to go to work. Now, if I had to start a sliding, I'd turn around and fucking came back and said I tried. But that didn't happen. I didn't really slide. Right. 
Yeah, I moved my car about five feet and parked it again. I didn't really try to get out. I just went and sat in my car and let it warm up, get all the ice off of it. I don't know if that's a yeah. thing you should do, but it is something I did one day. <laughs> I was bored. Yeah, that's probably good. Well, if you let it get hot and warm, and then you're going to have more ice because that's what I kept running into. My man was frozen over after every shift because it'd be warm. And then sat there in the cold, untouched, and then get that condensation back on there, and then I'd have to scrape ice off. Right. Yeah, I can see that. Um, all right, man. Well, I don't really have anything else on my list. Uh, you know, the world, uh, we might be going to World War Three. Uh, you know, we'll know more by next week on what's going on there. Uh, we almost have enough songs for a music episode. Uh, all right, man. All right, dude. Peace. All right, peace. Beats. Beats.